Hey y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to the Natural Health Hype Podcast that motivates folks to get excited to reach their health goals naturally. I'm your host, Kiana Del Rey, Certified Health and Nutrition Life Coach, bringing you the latest information on nutrition, non-toxic living, and natural remedies to promote holistic health. Let's hype up for natural health! Welcome! Tonight, I'm talking about low-carb lives, myth-busting, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, wait, that's the wrong show, carb lives, not necessarily talking about going carb crazy or anything, but really discussing why carbohydrates are essential to our diet and what type of carbohydrates we need to be choosing when we're eating. So I'm so excited to do this room with you guys about low carb lives. What do I mean about low carb lives? I think a lot of the diet fads that we read today, whether it's keto, whether it's Adkins, honestly, all of them, they teach us low carbs. And I think it's okay to be low carbs as long as you're not no carbs, right? Because the real truth of the matter is that our body really needs 45 to 65% carbohydrates for energy. That's what it needs. That's what it requires. So then we have to ask ourselves, well, what, how, what kind of carbohydrates do we choose? And that's when we get into the conversation about simple, simple carbohydrates and complex carbohydrates. So yeah, that being said, let's get down into the nitty gritty. So like I said, this is not an open invitation to go carb crazy. This is an opportunity to just understand how the body works. Carbohydrates, they are the preferred and main source of energy that our bodies need for nutrition. Second follows proteins and then healthy fats and then the micronutrients that we require like vitamins and minerals and things like that. We can split our carbs into two two different categories, like I said before, simple and complex, Um, but they help fuel our brain, our kidneys, our hearts, our muscles, our our central nervous system. And so it's really important that we do take in some carbs. So you may be asking me like, simple, complex, like Kiana, are you crazy? And no, I'm not. So when we think about simple and complex carbs, carbs at all. I remember eating a lot of my meals growing up were like mashed potatoes and mac and cheese or mashed potatoes and corn. And I look back on that and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe my mom fed me two carbohydrates as sides and thought she was giving me one as a vegetable. The truth is, is that corn breaks down as a starch in our body. It actually breaks down as glucose, as sugar. And um, we have to be careful when we're doing that because we don't want to necessarily take in too many carbs at the wrong time, but we do want to make sure that we are getting our carbs at all. So there are three different types of carbohydrates, including starches, fibers, and sugars. And like I said, starches are things like potatoes, corn, whole grains, things like that. And so we want to be mindful. Another thing is when we think about simple carbs, that's going to be anything that's yucky for us, like energy drinks, donuts, candies, cookies. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. 
Uh, my name's Kiana, and I got an addiction to those trolley sour worms, and I'm trying to kick it, y'all. I'm trying, but they don't got rehab for the trolley sour worms. I'm, I'm probably took it a little too far. But seriously, y'all, it's a real problem. Sugar is a real problem. And so I have to literally tell myself, Kiana, you leave those sour worms in the store. They are not coming home with you. And every time that I don't bring the sour worms home, it's it's a it's a win over here. And so um, because those foods, those are simple carbs. Those what does simple and complex mean? Let me go ahead and break that down. So a complex carbohydrate molecule has a longer strand chemically, and a simple one has a shorter strand, meaning that there are less atoms being made up of that molecule. So our body gets the most energy from the bigger molecule, from the longer strand of, of information there, longer strand of matter. So, uh, sodas, energy drinks, trolley sour worms, Oreos, any of the good yummy stuff that we all love donuts. You know, I don't really like donuts like that because I'm, I got a gluten problem, but I know I remember how good those donuts used to taste. And, um, yeah, sometimes it's like, girl, that donut sounds really good. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a donut if you can tolerate it, if you're not on a gluten-free diet like me. But if you can tolerate donuts, eat them in moderation. Everything in moderation is super important because I'm not here to tell you to never eat ice cream again because that's just so unrealistic and not fair, right? Like you might go to the carnival one day with your kids and decide to get everybody a special ice cream cone. And I think treats are special and that we should do them. I think things should happen in moderation, but I don't think moderation's every week or even every month. And so we have to kind of be honest with ourselves with what moderation really looks like. So complex carbs, we talked about, they are in, in a lot of foods like whole grains, legumes. A lot of people don't realize this, but beans, um, they do have protein in them, but they also have some they basically break down with sugar as well. They're called legumes. And um, legumes are a food that can be really tough on people who have gut issues. And so if you have like, <laughs> if you got digestive drama or bathroom blues, I definitely suggest letting go of the legumes. So, <laughs> um, and then other foods that are also complex carbs are like starchy vegetables, like potatoes. Um, personally, I think red potatoes are the healthiest of the potatoes besides the purple potatoes and then the sweet potatoes are the best, the best, the best potatoes to get. My problem is that like, I'm trying to have mashed potatoes. I'm not trying to have yams. Like y'all feel me? Like, is there anyone out there that's like, girl, I struggle to just eat a sweet potato in place of all potatoes because like not every situation calls for a yam vibe. And so, um, I kind of feel like that too. So I like red pots and I also like, I don't know if y'all have seen them, but the actually purple potatoes, like they're purple on the inside. Those are pretty good as well, but eating those in moderation. I believe what I read was that we have to have 225 to 325 grams of carbohydrates a day, which equates to about like 900 to 1,000 of our calories. And most people eat between 2,000 and 2,500 calories a day. Um, and so 
depending upon what your calorie intake is, if you count calories, I don't, I don't measure my food that way, but some people count calories or use my fitness pal, and that's completely all right. People should do what they want to do with their life. I'm not here to micromanage people's lives. I'm just here to provide information that will hopefully be helpful. But um, yeah, that's kind of gives you an idea of how many grams per day of carbohydrates that need to happen. Um, oh, one thing that we did not talk about, dairy. Not that I'm not going to sit here and harp on dairy. I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, go vegan, go vegan, plant-based. If you want to go vegan, girl, go on head. If you want to go vegan, man, do the damn thing. If you're trying to be a vegan, yo, Hey, maybe y'all can hook me up with some dope vegan recipes. I might be trying to explore some vegan dishes before exploring the idea of going fully vegan. But I've heard that it has some benefits. But we're not talking about that today. But what we are talking about is how dairy products actually kind of break down as sugar. And so we want to be careful about how much milk we're drinking, how much cheese we're eating, how much yogurt we're consuming. All of these dairy products we want to consume in a healthy moderation um, so that we can stay in the best uh, nutritional place that we can. And so the simple carbs, they kind of have this theory that simple carbs give a short burst of energy, almost like um, like a like a sugar rush type thing. Um, and that's why a lot of us will eat candy or chew gum or eat fruits at the in the afternoon. I always actually tell people to eat five meals a day and they look at me nuts and I'm like, yeah, like maybe start off with a juice or a, a shake or anything or even a small breakfast that's like protein based in the morning. And then I always had like a morning snack, morning snack happens for me around 11. Hey, Jeannie and welcome to eat candy. Oh, and so things like that. So in the morning, eating a protein breakfast, protein based, whether it's juice, whether it's smoothie, whether it's um, some sort of protein in the morning, nuts, whatever, whatever gets your, you going. If you eat bacon, that's your business. Um, I'm, I'm over here minding my business. Okay. So some sort of protein in the morning. Um, and then after, and before your lunch, eat a snack. I still wouldn't eat my fruit here personally. I would save my sugar for a little bit later. So I would kind of eat my nuts and my seeds here. And then in the, in the, at lunchtime, your girl eats a whole feast at lunch. Like I throw down at lunchtime. Like it's a big old lunch. And I make sure I have plenty from all my little food creeps. I always tell people all the time, get the 21 day fix portion cups because they help you portion your food out and they're like different colors. And if you can just memorize your colors, which it gets really easy after a while, um, you can just kind of package your food up like that and prep it each day. And so eat your big old lunch, go ahead and, and throw down at lunchtime. And then afternoon, like around three, that's when your homegirl's like, oh, let me get like a snack that's like more carbohydrate based. That's where I would eat my fruit snack or something like that around three o'clock. You know why? Because around three o'clock, I'm tired. I'm ready for another cup of coffee. Like I'm like, is the work day over yet? Like, oof, like, am I going to make it? And that little fruit, that little simple carb, it can, or carbohydrate at all, it can really help boost your energy in the afternoon. And then, y'all, I hope y'all be eating great dinners. Like, oh, 
honestly, I need to think about what I'm going to eat after this. Like, I might have to make a salad. I'm really feeling some salad. I love salad. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't really like vegetables unless they're with lettuce. If they're with lettuce, we can throw down. Like, you can put the broccoli in the lettuce. You can put the peppers in the lettuce. We can put the cucumbers in the lettuce. And we can throw down. You try to get me to eat some carrots without the lettuce, and I'm like, girl, what are we doing? <laughs> like, I don't want this. So I love salads. Salads are my thing. But however you take in your vegetables, that's your business. You feel me? That's your business. And so, yeah, eating five times a day. And you know what? Eating a six time, honey, I ain't judging you. If you want to say, you know what? After dinner, I need a snack. Go ahead and get you a snack. I would just try to eat four hours before I go to sleep. Everyone says, don't eat after eight. Well, people said that because most people go to bed by by, uh, midnight. But nowadays, half of us are up, turned upside down, going to bed earlier because maybe we go to work earlier. I would try to be done eating a good four hours um, before bedtime because you just, it's just best for your digestive system. And side note, honey, if you got to wake up to poo, something is wrong with you. And so I just want to let you know that we want to be sure that we're eating properly so that we don't have any digestive drama or bathroom blues. I'm so excited to have every one of you. To summarize for the ones who just got here, we talked about how our bodies need between 45 and 65% carbohydrates to maintain energy, how carbohydrates really helps our kidney function, our lung function, our brain function, and our central nervous system. The difference between complex carbs, which means that there's a longer carbohydrate molecule, sugar molecule, and it provides us with long-lasting energy, where a simple carbohydrate actually uh, gives a short burst of energy, and it has a shorter chain of molecule, a glucose molecule. These foods look like a complex molecule or complex carbohydrate would be like a potato, where a simple carbohydrate would be like a soda or a candy bar. And so we've been talking about carbohydrates and low-carb diets. I think it's completely okay to be low-carb as long as you are not no-carb. And I know that um, there are a lot of diets out there that promote almost eating no carbohydrates. And that... um, that's really just not what's great for your body. Like our bodies need our carbohydrates. They're essential. They're a macronutrient for a reason. But this is not permission to go carb crazy. Like I'm not telling you to be like the two dogs and the lady of the tramp and uh, get a big old plate of pasta and just eat at one person because we've all know that we've been there. That probably wasn't the best for us. Truthfully, I believe it's like a fourth cup of pasta is an appropriate portion for one meal. So, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I've been to Olive Garden a few times before I realized I had a gluten thing going on. And your girl, I mean, I'm going to be real. I did split my fettuccine Alfredo into two meals, but it probably should have been four. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm thinking about that fettuccine Alfredo and I just hate being gluten free. Sometimes it's depressing. Um, But... (laughs) But some of y'all who can eat gluten have it really good. But, um, you know, when you're eating those things, I'm not here to tell you, stop going to Olive Garden. No, honey, you go to the Olive Garden, you eat a couple of breadsticks for me, but you better do it in moderation. 
So, you know, eating one breadstick and then really portioning your pasta because you did just eat a breadstick and that breadstick. I'm going to just tell y'all from someone who used to work at Olive Garden, there's literally nothing fresh about them. They're frozen breadsticks that they toast and then slap some like vegetable oil and garlic salt on, but they taste good. Like they taste so good, but I've seen how they were made and y'all, it is not recommended. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I'm not telling you not to eat them because they're bad for you. I'm telling you not to eat them because I saw how they make them. So like, I'm just letting you know, it's a little suspect. It's a little suspect. But if you wanna go to the Olive Garden tomorrow and you're like, girlfriend, I'm treating myself. This is self-care. Go ahead, just keep in mind that we do want to portion our carbohydrates because what happens when we have too many carbohydrates? Mm. We start to pack on that sugar and start saving it for later. And so when we eat too many carbohydrates and our portions are a little bit too large or we're eating more simple carbohydrates than complex carbohydrates, then that's when we start to see the weight gain that's when we start to see the health problems. That's when we start to see insulin resistance or even diabetes. And so, and some people think that you have to be big to get diabetes, but some people are itty bitty little machines like my daddy. He was not a big man at all. He was itty bitty. And you know, when the sugar came for him, it came, honey. And so, uh, you know, you don't have to be big. You just have to be taking in more sugar than you should be, uh, than your pancreas can, can deal with. And so it's really important that we're staying hydrated so that we can help our organs continue to flush everything out. It's really important that we eat fresh fruits and vegetables each day in moderation, right? When it comes to our fruits, because they are simple, not saying that you shouldn't eat fruits. Okay. Just saying that you want to be intentional, intentional. Okay. And then, um, being sure that you eat, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, organic lean grass fed meats, if you're going to eat them. Um, and I think that organic grass fed is the way to go. And if you don't have access to that, you know, maybe one day you will. Maybe one day you'll have your own animals or maybe one day you'll go vegan if that so suits you. Or maybe one day um, the world will be completely organic and we'll all have organic grass-fed food. You know, I'm not holding my breath for the latter, but one can hope we can start a movement, you know. Uh, making sure that we get our omega-3s eating salmon and tuna from great sources where we can really monitor how much heavy metals are getting in there. And then lastly, like I said, drink your water. Please drink y'all's water. Water is our energy source. Water is life. Water makes up all of us. Water makes up most of the world. Doesn't that seem significant? Water literally is 70% of us, 70% of the world water is life. So please drink your water, folks. Honestly, on a real note, you want to know a quick way to know if you're not drinking enough water. If your output looks like my PTR. If it's this color, y'all, you need to drink some more water. And so when it's clear, then you know that you're hydrated. And that's what everybody should be shooting for every day is trying to dilute their kidneys until it's clear. And so um, that's true hydration, guys. 
So that's super exciting. We've talked about hydration. We've talked about food and um, we've talked about carbohydrates. And now it's come to the time where I just kind of tell you guys the carb lies um, where we're myth busting about, you know, the no carb diet, like definitely eat some carbs, 45 to 65% to be exact, which is between 225 to 325 grams per day. And so I, I, am, I encourage all of you guys to read into nutrition. I encourage all of you guys to read into non-toxic um, living solutions. And I encourage you guys to always read into natural remedies because there's always things we can do to empower ourselves to be healthy and to lead healthier lifestyles. And one of the things that you can do is come on out to this webinar, Medicine Versus Nutrition, Why to Disease and Illness. First is biological. And we have been brought up to believe that biological means family history, our genes. If mama had diabetes, well, then I probably will. Well, maybe. If mama had diabetes and she was eating fried chicken and cornbread and with corn on the cob and mashed potatoes three times a week and, you know, and fried okra and let's get, let's, I'm, I'm, you know, y'all, I'm, I'm black. So I'm gonna keep it real. Like pinto beans. What else, what else was it that we ate way more than we should mac and cheese with mashed potatoes on the side, like two starches. Black people are really bad about putting two starches on a plate and acting like one of them's vegetables. And so I ain't trying to talk about us, y'all. I'm just trying to keep it real because I'm trying to I'm trying to look out for my fellow black and brown people out there. And so that's one of the things that comes up in our culture is that we're kind of a carbohydrate rich culture. And yeah, I'm not even going to play if I cornbread kind of sounds good right now. <laughs> cold outside here in Virginia and cornbread. I just think about my childhood thinking about I'm smelling the cornbread and everything. But um, it was it was good to eat like that. It was fun to eat like that. Um, but it's also why I spent most of my childhood overweight. And you know, it's so funny because we'd go to the doctor and the doctor would be like, Oh, Kiana's a bit overweight. And then like, we'd go to the bank and my mom would be like, Oh, she can't have a lollipop. But then we'd go home and she'd feed me fried chicken with mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. And it's like, earth to mom, earth to mom, but they didn't know any better. No one knows any better until they learn. And that's why I'm having this webinar on I'm not judging people who don't have access to organic foods because maybe they live in a, in a rural area that doesn't have many organic foods. Or maybe they live in an urban area that doesn't have many organic foods at a affordable price. And so I understand the, um, the, the burdens and the obstacles when it comes to eating healthy. But I also want to challenge you to think about this. How much is it costing you to not eat organic? When we think about all the pesticides in our food and the fact that these toxins build up over time, how much is it really costing you? And what I mean by that is co-pays, deductibles, insurance premiums, medication costs. You know, I read that the average American spends $1,200 per person per year on prescription medications. 
And I believe that. Because that means they spend about 100 bucks a month out of all 12, 12 months of the year. And as somebody whose asthma inhaler cost a cool 325 and I was like, I literally was like, how much does it cost? You know what? I don't need that. that that's bad when you're like, wait a minute. You said I need this prescription and it costs how much? You know what? I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that right there. I don't need a $400 uh, inhaler that only has 14 puffs. I'm going to have to leave it here at the CVS, but thank you. Um, I believe that people are spending that much, if not more. And then some people, you know, they don't take a lot of medication, so they get off easy. But if you're like I was, at one point I was taking 20, uh, 26 pills a day, 13 medications. So it was 13 medications twice a day, a.m., p.m. And um, it was a pretty sick time in my life. I didn't have very many good days. Now I have a lot more good days than I used to. And I didn't have very many good days back then. It was always like my life was in a constant flare between the bowel problems, between the high blood pressure headaches, <clears throat> between just really the stomach pain. And then the anxiety started to sit in with it all. Um, it was a lot going on. But through, honestly, mind, body, spirit healing, looking at my health in a three-dimensional form, I was able to start healing myself, start on my healing journey. And if any of you guys are on your healing journey, I just empower you to believe that healing is possible. I empower you to believe that there is a route to remission. I empower you to think that no matter what you have going on, whether it's psoriasis, eczema, whether it's allergies, asthma, whether it's hypertension, um, COPD, MS, you can always be eating healthier, living healthier, and doing things that are going to make your well-being way better. Oh, Manure, come on up. Thanks again for listening to this episode of The Natural Health Hype. Take the information you heard today and apply it to your lifestyle so that you can start feeling amazing and restored instead of sick and tired. Was this episode super dope or a big fat nope? Please leave a review and let me know. And make sure that you follow me on Instagram at Kiana underscore Del Rey or connect with me with any of the links in the description. Until next time.